Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning in to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. Thank you for listening. Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. So I just wanted to kind of just start off with like almost like a journey back in time to where I was before I was saved and where I am now. So I always tell people I always knew God, but we didn't have a relationship. And what I mean is I I knew I believed in in God. That's how I was raised, believed in Jesus, but we didn't have a relationship. Um, I know now that there now that I'm saved and I've studied and spent time with God that it's a difference just because you know God doesn't mean you have a relationship with him right it's different when you have a relationship you have a bond it's it's strong it's you know it's empowering it's it's just a completely different feeling right So before I was saved, I always knew that God was real, but we didn't have a relationship. And so how I was wandering through life was just in the moment. And not that I was just reckless, but it was just simply, I was just in the moment. I knew God was there. I knew hell was real. Heaven was real. And that was just that there was a point in time, you know, I'll, I'll tell anybody I've been in church my whole life, you know, before I was saved, I was in church my whole life, but I wasn't really in church. Like I was going, uh, not even just for obligation, just because it was like, you know, the thing you supposed to do. And there was times where, you know, even my teenage years and, and young adults, you know, something might stand out as far as the message that was coming across, but it it didn't penetrate my heart to cause a shift and change. Not to say that the people that were preaching it wasn't anointed. I think that I was just, my ears were closed and I just, I just wasn't in the, the place to receive it like I should have. And it wasn't until I went through a breakup and at this point when I went through my breakup, I had been gone from, I hadn't been going to church in years and it wasn't because anyone did anything. My, my story is different from some people. I, I wasn't going through a situation where I was having church hurt. My mind was just, again, I just was living in the moment. It wasn't something for me to wake up in. And on a Sunday to go to church or that afternoon or, you know, go to Bible study, it just wasn't on my agenda. And so when I found myself at the end of my breakup, one, I felt so lost. I felt lost because I had this image of my life with this person and now that we're not together what is what is my life now poured a lot of myself into the relationship and into this person that now that it is over 
I'm empty. Like I can honestly say that I was empty and I had lost myself. So when we broke up, I think it still took me a few weeks before I decided to even go back to church. And when I went back, the first time I ever went back, I honestly, I think when I woke up that day, it it wasn't like the day I went back, it wasn't like it was like pre-planned. Like earlier in the week, I thought about, okay, I'm going to go to church Sunday. I woke up that Sunday and I know now that it was God, but it was just like, you know, go, go to church. And I remember my former church and I, and I still, you know, friends, thank goodness for Facebook could see where they were having services at. And I just remember just, uh, they were having services at four o'clock and, you know, this is the morning time, you know, and at some point during the day before four o'clock, I think at one point I kind of talked myself out of going, but then when it came close to when it came four o'clock, I was like, you know what? You might as well just go. So again, I was late (laughs) and I remember getting dressed and I remember just going and I was just sitting there and I saw familiar faces, but of course there was a lot of new people and I was just there and I was still in an uncertain space of why exactly I was there. Um, and I can't really tell you what the message was or anything like that. I think for me, it was just kind of, I was trying to, I knew that there was a reason that I was there, but again, I wasn't really sure. And so then I came back the next service they had and I found myself again, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? I had no idea subconsciously my spirit man was had been lost for so long it was trying to get fed because again I was empty but I when I came back I came with no agenda no I had no real expectation I really was just wandering in I was just coming in I was just coming in there and I would just sit and I know now it was because I was lost for so long and I let myself get lost for so long that God was calling me home. And he was calling me home because, again, I lost myself. I lost myself. I was consumed in my relationship and and I painted this picture of what I thought my life was going to be that that God wanted for me and that wasn't it. So again, when I first came back, I was still weary. And I appreciate my leaders because they were gentle with me. In terms of, you know, I don't, I can't speak for other churches, but you know how some people are. You visitors stand up, they're getting your information, they're calling you and they weren't like that. I think that God was able to reveal to them that I was like Bambi, right? I was on my baby. I just started learning how to walk, right? I, any sudden move and I would run and they were so 
gentle with me. They embraced me with love. They didn't overcrowd me, overwhelm me. It was just, just pure joy. And I think that even though they were familiar with me, they were just kind of, they realized, recognized like all of these years, you know, and she came back. Okay. You know, all right, God, you, you allow her to come back. All right. There is a reason. And I appreciated them because I feel like if they would have just kind of came on strong, I would have ran. I would have left. And I thank God that God gave them wisdom of how to handle me. And I will never forget my spiritual mother. She wasn't my spiritual mother at the time until like years later. But we connected in a way through not even just in terms of of church she's she did hair and she would do my hair and all the while she's doing my hair and we're connecting spiritually and I wholeheartedly, I know that God placed her in my life by just using something simple as her, as us becoming close by her doing my hair to show me how great life with God was. Because at this point, I, my family wasn't, isn't in, you know, they're not in church. So when I came back, I came back by myself. But, you know, the last time I was in church, all of my family was there. So I'm coming back by myself. And it can feel lonely when you're coming into your identity with God. And the people that are around you, the closest to you, is not on that same journey with you. Right? So you feel as though, who who do I have to talk with? Who can I trust? Who understands me or understands where, you know, where I am to help me? And me and her just connected. And we had so many, even though she's older than me, she just, there were so many similar things that I was going through that she had already went through. And her life. And we just drew to each other. And I feel like we all need need that. We all need that motivation and that push into someone to look up to and admire for the God that's in them. To show me that, yeah, and, and being transparent and saying, yeah, I've experienced that. And and this is what you may go through. But to say, I'm right here with you. Because they had someone that was, when they were being brought up, to push and motivate and help and guide them. And now that I'm much older, I realize that I appreciate the people that push me, that help me, to guide me, to, to stand beside me, 
and not judge me and been transparent and honest with me and not sugarcoat what life with life is like with God and now I'm older and I I understand why they're running and shouting and crying and have so much joy for God that I didn't understand when I first came back. Because when I first came back, I felt so ashamed. I was so closed off. I was quiet. I was reserved because the guilt, because I knew I had been gone for so long that I hadn't left. You know what I'm saying? I I left God before I could even really get started with him. I didn't have the relationship. I couldn't relate to the people crying. Not not that I, I didn't I, I wasn't aware that God grants life, but I'm it is a difference when you have a relationship with him where he is your everything and your all in all. You you feel like you can't breathe without God. When you wake up, he's he's on your mind before you go to sleep. He's on your mind. You you want to model your life. You want to make God proud. And you want to share the way that he has impacted. Jesus has impacted your life with the other people. And I was like, so now I'm in a place of like how I ended up, you know, doing a podcast was I always had said to God, I said, I know what it's like to feel like an outsider, small, putting others before yourself, you know, wanting to hide in a corner. But God brought out such a confidence in me that I, if you would have told me six years ago, I wouldn't have imagined or believed it, that that was me. You know, this would be me. And now I'm seeing myself of like, I want to show someone how great life with God is. How peaceful it is. How much joy God brings And being honest and transparent and saying, this is not an easy walk, but I'll take this walk over the life I I left from because the, the pathway that I was going before I got saved, it wasn't, it was, I was going to hell. I can't. There's no way to sugarcoat it. There's no way to lie about it. It's it's being truth, truthful. I was doing the bare minimum. I wasn't praying every day. Certainly wasn't reading my word. I'm telling you, I knew, I knew God, but I didn't have a relationship. When you have a relationship, it makes you want to repent. You, you. You're not afraid to be exposed before God because you need healing. You need deliverance. You need the truth. You're not afraid for people to reject you 
or to lose to lose people that are not on the same pathway to you that because that's going to happen you see they rejected Jesus so who who am I the the number one thing that I learned that I would tell anyone is that when I say that uh walking by faith it's not easy because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. The, the, it's not easy, not because of our, we're not equipped to walk by faith and walk with God. It's not that we're inadequate, we're weak. It's just because of who we were before God, the life that we were. And the enemy is trying to draw us back to that place that we were in that we left behind. We are better now than we were before. Right. But sometimes our mind again and the enemy will try to make us think that life was so great back then. But it wasn't. It wasn't great. I wouldn't trade. My walk with God. For anything in my past. I. Have loved people and lost people. People have come and gone. And that's just because. Where you're heading. Not everyone unfortunately is going to go on the journey with you. But there's no love lost. You just have to wish them the best in life. And just being honest and say. Where I'm headed, I don't have time. I don't have time with to deal with foolishness. I don't have time to be wasting with people. I got to protect my peace. I got to protect my peace of mind. It's, it's only right. I owe that. Grace could have ran out. There's so many situations I could, I could think of. I'm like... Grace could have ran out and that would have been the end. And there would have been, people would have been mourning over me. Over my grave. But because of God's grace, I'm so thankful. And I want to encourage anyone that is listening to. Don't stop trying to find your identity in God. It is going to be hard because things of your past, your former self, things that you've been delivered and healed from and set free and you decided to let go of, is going to try to haunt you in the beginning to make you think that you need that or you need people or you'll never be free of certain things. And that's a lie. There are people that we don't even know that need to hear our voice, your voice. Whether it's someone that a friend, a family member, a stranger. You you never know. Sometimes people, people, that's what people, they just want to, they just want to know like, Despite everything that you went through in life, this was the best choice of your life. My spiritual mother one one time said, she says, I don't make God a choice. 
anymore. It's not a choice for me. This is life. Just like, you know, you you say eating is not a choice for you, right? You're like, I, I need to eat to get nourishment in my body so I can live. Okay, so it is the same way. I I need God to live. When she, I promise you, when she said, I don't make God a choice, that blew my mind. Because I was like, that could, that's a message it could teach itself. But God is not a choice for me. He's not a free trial. He's not a temporary month-to-month subscription. He is my life. I thank Jesus for dying on that cross for me. Because he knew that I needed him. Because I couldn't save myself. I needed him. So I pray that you follow the example and not make God a choice, but make him your life. That you won't be afraid. If someone asks you, do you love the Lord? That you will stand up and and say, yes, I do. You won't feel ashamed. You won't feel like you need to hide your faith of who you are because there's people around you that don't understand are not on the same pathway that you're going or try to, to dim your light or or tell you that you're you're doing too much. We don't listen to those types of voices. Cuz if Jesus listened to what people were saying, where would we be? Will we have a relationship with him? Will we have our covenant with God? Well, that is all I wanted to share with you besties. I thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I hope that this episode you find very encouraging and something that I said just kind of pulled on your heart or, you know, made you even think. And just know that just as someone came to you and asked you about the Lord. We have the same obligation on our lives to do the same, to spread it, to spread and tell someone else about how great life with God is. We can be the example. We may not think that people would be inspired by us, they may be inspired by your testimony as long as you're using wisdom from God he'll lead you in the right path that you're supposed to do well I am so proud of you bestie and I thank you so much for tuning into the podcast don't forget to send this episode to someone you may know that may need to hear this message or hit that replay (laughs) and until next episode (laughs) bye-bye Oh, <laughs>